Hey guys, it's your host, Joy Washington. Guys, I just want to let you know, this podcast is real. What we talk about and what we express is not fake. It's a true account of our lives in the time that it is present tense. Some of it is a past account, some of it is present tense, but our journey right now is real. Some of that might not resonate with you anymore, and I completely understand. Now is your time to bow out. Okay, so now that we're done with that, this podcast is so therapeutic for us. It's a true journey of where we are and what we're doing. It's really helpful to us to share these trials and testimonies that we have been through in hopes that they will resonate with someone else, in hopes that they will reveal something in you, convict your spirit, and make you turn away from those things and go on a new path. So guys, if that's you, if that's truly what you want to hear and listen to, then this podcast is most definitely for you. And guys, keep on listening. Guys, why do we both use the same hand? I don't know. We don't plan this, I promise. Guys, welcome back to our channel. If you guys are new here, I'm Joy. And I'm Shanice. And we are the Facts Not Fiction crew. Yeah, I said what I said edition. Okay, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Guys, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FNF underscore in Jesus' name. Guys, also don't forget, don't. Mm, sorry guys don't forget that we're not only on youtube but we're on spotify anchor amazon podcast apple podcast we're on everywhere okay so you don't have to watch but you can listen so there's no excuse not to tune in to us so it's time for our favorite segment of the day it's time for sister check-in <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Girl, I'm tired, boss. Okay. <laughs> Listen, so last night, y'all, we had Bible study. This might, this might as well have been a lock-in. <laughs> we, no, but for real, that was a good example of the This was a lock-in. This is definitely a lock-in. This is a whole, it was good, but it, we just, listen, I'm too old we, to be we, out about. I said that when I got home. I'm too old to be out this late. Be out this late. Listen, I'm a, um, I'm an indoor, um, I got a time limit. <laughs> on what's what's going on. My social battery was at zero today. I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk yeah. To me. I was I don't I really don't even know how I made it out the door to work because I just knew I was gonna call my boss and be like, listen, I'm be there seeing or whatever. But I, I made it out the house. It, the conversation was on point. It was really good. Very informative. Very I mean it was it was much needed. It was very personal and very vulnerable, I will say that. And like we all, we we knew that word. Let me tell you some trivia hit, okay? Thank um, you. <laughs> I love the trivia portion. Yeah, trivia is super super fun. Um, I just think it was the aftermath of like getting home, where it was like my body was like, oh, oh, we're tired, and then having to get up early in the morning as well. That was just today was just a whole struggle. I was all disheveled, but it was like, I made it through. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That was the only way I made it through today, guys. But life is so good. I have no complaints. It is well with my soul. Um, 
Christmas. Yes. So I'm I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Me too. We, we, we dressed for the gym. Mm-hmm. About to hit the gym tonight. Listen, commitment and dedication, you guys, it goes a long way because Say honey, right. that this bed, what, that bed was called. Listen, <laughs> and a cookie and a cake. <laughs> Not and a cookie and a cake. And a cookie and a cake. Oh, but it's all good. We we gonna keep on pushing, tracking for the Lord, fitness, and faith. And, and faith. Because listen, if you haven't checked out that episode, that was last week's. Yep. And it's giving quite a few views, so thank y'all <laughs> for like your support. It has been much appreciated. But this week's topic, we are going to talk about purity. And um, recently, I made a post. If you follow us on Twitter, I made a uh, made a post regarding you know uh, purity is not a culture; it is a practice. Um, I see a lot of things, mainly so on social media, that just kind of like depict purity as just like a choice, in a sense. I mean, essentially, it is a choice, but in your choice of choosing to be sexually immoral, you are therefore rejecting God and God's purpose of sex in general. Like God created sex for a husband and a wife. So, um, and you know, we I think we talked about this before, just like every time you have sex with somebody, technically you are married to them. So how many times you been married? How many, how many people are you still married to? <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Let's get into it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold y'all. Like you know, like being, and I was never before my walk. Now I was never into like I was into the whole fat. Well, you people, people just don't wait anymore, and you know, sex is just a part of life, and people just out here, you know. But it's it's really about you having that walk with Christ, mm-hmm. and you you really getting getting the information for yourself because I could tell you all day long till I'm blue in the face but until you have that relationship with Christ where that is a thing and I will be honest I can talk about it and talk about um as far as like having sex before marriage I can talk about it but I'm married Mm -hmm. so it's it's just a little bit different for me because when I wasn't walking with Christ I was doing whatever I wanted to do but now that I am walking Christ I don't have that temptation um as far as purity stands because I am married but I will say that the marriage bed is a form is a form of worship as unto the Lord because He created that for for married people. So that is something to really reverence and respect and realize that that is something that you must not. I would say, yeah, I would say must do with your partner, mm-hmm. married partner. So I wanted to ask you, like, what? Because um, you're single. Um, <laughs> you're single, so I wanted to ask you what um what brought you to this to this point, or were you always in, into this point? Did you always know? Have you been dabbling, dabbling? If you feel comfortable talking about that, Girl, what? I'm open okay, ain't so no, ain't no shame in my game. Let's get um, into it then. Well, ain't no shame in my walk. Huh? Hallelujah. <laughs> But, um, That's a point. That's a My God, my God. But um, I would say I think I've always been privy to like you know, you should wait until you're married um, to have sex, and you know I don't think until I got older. I would say like 25 plus where I actually started learning sermons or hearing sermons that 
taught you why mm-hmm. outside of just like oh it's a sin I need more depth than that like growing up it's just like okay it's a sin a lot of things are sins but that don't mean I'm not tempted by the sin and that don't mean I'm not gonna fall into it but um listen down there is weak. listen so it's just like um I I practice uh abstinence uh, throughout several periods of time in my life where I have been able to um, abstain from sex for at max two years um, while single and while in a relationship. Um, did that falter? Yes. It's not easy, especially because it's like I feel like we're human. We have those fleshly desires of like, oh my God, I just want to be held. I just want to be loved on I just want to be kissed and that type of stuff leads to stuff um very easily um especially because I'm a touchy-feely kind of person I'm just like I'm a lovey-dovey person with the right person let me say that with with somebody I have those feelings where I don't just be like a follow-up people um but it's like the older I get the more convicted my spirit is it's like bro you can't just keep mm-hmm. it's something that you cannot continue to do because it's like again I have that conviction like you're married to this man spiritually like um because I do believe in soul ties and even though they are breakable they are hard to break and we don't realize how attached we become to somebody to the point where it's almost like you crave them um because of entering such a I don't think I don't entering such as a, a sensitive like kind of what's the word I want to use form of like love like you said worship like love um so it's just like um for me sex is not just a physical thing it's more definitely emotional it's definitely spiritual for me um so it's like yeah this can't just be something that you just do willy-nilly because we have you have to protect your heart you have to protect you know your purity and you have to wait on the lord and wait for your husband to just uh or wife oh <laughs> my wife <laughs> wait on my wife <laughs> like i was really dumbfounded just like my wife anyway or if you're a man your wife um you know to live out those desires live out those passions and it even says it in the Bible, like if you can't up, if you can't abstain, get married. Mm-hmm. It says it in the book. Says it in the book. And put that scripture on the screen. <laughs> it says it in the book. So it's like if you can't abstain, get married. And and it's like I feel like culturally we try to just bypass that. It's like oh well, I ain't even gonna say the line. You know the line. Mm-mm. God knows my heart. Oh girl, <laughs> and do and will send you. Straight to hell. <laughs> Elevator down. Legit. It's like, I don't like how people try to construct the word to fit their narrative or fit their feelings or what they, how their interpretation even. Because it's like, you can't take a script and stay hold to that script and not read the chapter. We were talking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, read that whole, read the whole verse, read the whole chapter, and you will realize that you are an error. Um, because it's like I said, like the marriage bed is undefiled. Like, so I want to have that, those relationships where I'm sexually moral with my husband and God is pleased. Like I, cause God is everywhere. Like he don't, regardless if you like, I'm just going to ignore you, Lord. He's there. 
He is there. He's very much aware of what you're doing, when you're doing it. He's omnipotent. Like, mm. Jesus, he sometimes, he's a, mm. the eyes of the Lord are funny. <laughs> Girl. Like, so it's just like, you can't run away from him. So it's like, but when did you make that decision that this is a stance that you have? Because, of course, you haven't always, you know, felt that way. Like, what what made you make the stance that you are going to refrain from any premarital sex? This has been my stance for the last two years of my life. I've just been failing at it. Mm. Yeah, I've just been failing at it. Failing at it. Um, Why do you think that you failed? Because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> something very inappropriate and appropriate. <laughs> Jesus, be offensive. Um, because I'm human. And we like we have those desires. You know? <laughs> Do you think that you've ever put yourself in a situation where you know you shouldn't, you know this was a huge temptation that you you could not resist? Yes, most definitely. Okay. Um, And I think that's where my conviction is getting a lot stronger where it's like, I'm not even going to put myself in the situation anymore. And it's like, we try to play ourselves like, oh, it's okay if you just like, you know, come over super late at night. It's okay if you just come lay in my bed with me or, you know. Girl, because listen, everybody knows if it's butt to, (laughs) it's about to go down. If it's big spoon, little spoon, it's about to go down. Listen, but it's like. Uh, it's uh, it's definitely something that is just like piercing more than ever because my walk is getting stronger. Um, it's something that is like, Lord, I do want to do live the right way. Like I can't, uh, I can't consciously live my life knowing that I'm creating sin in a sense. Like um, like I just can't do it anymore. Like it just really like it's almost like picking a, a scab or something it's like let that heal like let that heal over like but it's like no i just gotta i gotta see it one more time just to just to remember what it looked like like yeah mm-hmm. it's like mm-mm. that's part of the reason because me and my husband were we got married in 2018 um in september but we were supposed to get married like early 2020 mm. And we got married in 2018 because i was just like i just i don't feel right like being engaged and like still like having sex and then not just going ahead and get married so we're gonna go ahead and get married i told him like that told him that two months before we got married we're gonna go ahead and get married 35 people deep married (laughs) covenant undefiled but i would say like i mean it's more to it to me than just abstaining from sex um premarital sex it's other things that go into that purity like you know are you lusting after other people the bible mm-hmm. says if you if you've lusted um in your heart you've you already cheated you've already cheated adultery. you've already committed adultery and then um also like you know the other perversions that are out there like what are you looking at on your phones mm-hmm. you know pornography. pornography that is something that i i personally struggle with i didn't know that was a big issue like i thought like you know if we're married like i, I mean married i could do you know no but it is a perversion mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily the actual porn that you're watching is the lust that comes behind the porn mm-hmm. it's a perversion it's a form of unpurity mm-hmm. and stuff like that so it's more to it than just oh okay i'm not having sex but what uh, other things are you doing mm-hmm. like are you still giving way to some form of that temptation even to yourself mm-hmm. like you can self uh, gratification yes 
you can you can still do and that's i listen i'm a person that has struggled with god has had to deliver me um from that honestly that's not an area I, i've struggled in and i thank god for that because i thank him like thank him i was just never never really into it like never listen never really had that issue. I just wasn't really into it. So, thank God. But yeah, that less than, less than, less is definitely a sin too. I said that the other day. <laughs> but less is a sin, Lord. Like, and when you can acknowledge those things, fix it immediately. Like, and I think as, I, I st- still consider myself a babe in Christ because I'm still growing. I don't, I can't, I can quote a scripture, but I may not know what book and chapter it's in. Like, you know, um, but um, I think that there are some things that's like, once you're aware of it, you completely adjust how you live your life. And I think there have been several things in the last year of my life that I've become more aware biblically that I'm just like, yeah, I can't live like that no more because it bothers me like it really truly bothers me and it's like I can't stand to look at myself call myself a child of God and say that I don't feel like a hypocrite yeah so that's exactly what I was talking about when we were talking about being all in Mm -hmm. for Jesus and Christ and God and everything like it's it's that it's that feeling that I know I still have these things that I haven't fully given up Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm continuing to do them to a certain extent Mm -hmm. or whatever so that's the biggest part for me. And I'm proud of you for um, making this stance and saying that you're no longer, you know, this is a part of you that you realize is an issue. The part of you that feel like you know is a sin and it's, it's not glorifying God in any way, shape, or form. And you made a stance. And I pray your strength in the Lord because I know that you are going to be tested mm-hmm. on the decision that you made. Like this stance, like the devil hears us. Like this is a stance that you oh. made. This is the sense that you made, so you are going to be tested. So I'm going to definitely pray your strength in the Lord that you hold strong to what you said. And even if you do falter, that you just get yourself back up mm-hmm. or whatever. Because we are going to fall. I'm not saying that you will or you won't on this stance, but we are going to fall in general. Yeah. We're never going to be perfect, but it's the press towards the mark mm-hmm. is what is what God is really looking for. So I don't want anybody out there to think like, you know, you have to like be perfect or anything like that. Like it is an issue if you're experiencing this, like even not even just like the sex, the, the pornography, the masturbation, any of those things. It is an issue and it is something that you have to go to God for to help him, not to help him, to for him to help you with this issue. But I wanted to get into the fact that to think about like um, our kids, like at my church there, my church is always on it, speaking spirits. Um, but I wanted to get on the fact that like the our youth is what we need to be focusing on because our youth it sees it everywhere that they go. Culturally, oh, yeah. sex it's is everywhere. sex is almost almost like the it's like a form of it's like money. It's like it's just there. Mm-hmm. It's easily accessible. You got people that you got children that are being taught that you know my body is not a temple. My body is not all. It's not everything. So I can just give it away to whomever. I can just sleep with as many people as I want to. I think um, my best friend was telling me today, she was like, she heard a girl in the park, couldn't have been more than 12, talking about how she wanted to um, have sex with her boyfriend and get pregnant. 12. Like, I was, I don't even know what I was doing at 12. I think I was still watching Zoom or something. (laughs) Come on, Zoom. Yes. 
insert that clip. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I was doing that or whatever, just, just to think that now our society, like it's girls, you know, at 13 getting pregnant and stuff like that. Like it's more prevalent now. You might have saw a little, like little sprinkles here and there, mm-hmm. you know, when we were younger, but it's so prevalent now. Mm-hmm. And I do remember like, you know, it's the conversations for me mm-hmm. uh, with your with your parents, and I'm not knocking my parents or any any shape shape or form or fashion. But uh, the sex conversation used to be more of a topic. That was not a thing. Right. I learned about sex from my friends. Exactly, and that's the problem because we're not teaching our children that this is what it's not just you don't have sex, but this is why mm-hmm. you don't have sex. This is what happens when you do have sex or whatever. Because once you get it, it's like a Lay's chip. Or a kettle. Want? A kettle chip. A kettle chip. You know, once you have you can't one, one, you can't you can't just have one. You want to keep on going and going and going and going and going with it, and it takes a while because it's it's a it's a it's a snare, it's a trap mm-hmm. to have sex when you're not married. Mm-hmm. It's a huge temptation. Like, and then also like your body is naturally as a child. I mean, your ba- your body is naturally producing all these hormones mm-hmm. and producing all these things that saying yes i want it give it here <laughs> you know i that's i was there <laughs> as a child or whatever and i just remember like you know just it was just a thing to like okay i'm everybody who still got their v card or something it like that. really was it really was okay like, the 90s y'all did us dirty y'all did us dirty like it really was and it was like Oh my gosh, you're still a virgin? Yes. You know, like, we, like it was a bad we thing. We were like 13. Oh, wow. No. I was in high school. No, we was like middle school. They were talking about losing your virginity. No, I do remember some people were talking about that. I think that is just like, it, that is absolutely insane. Like, how do we, how do we allow this to go on? It's because though, these conversations in the home did not happen. Did not happen. It, these conversations in the home didn't happen the way they were supposed to happen. Because you can't just tell me as a teenager, just don't do it. Yeah. You know, I think. It looks appealing. I kind of want to see what's over there. I think my parents first, if they watch this, sorry y'all if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but to my recollection, my parents didn't really speak to me about like sex until like an older guy was interested in me. And they was like, he just wants to have sex with you. And I, at that time I'm like, but we're not having sex. Like I'm not having sex. So, you know, it was These just- conversations need to happen. Like I- you like know, teaching like you know your your body is your temple like that's key especially as people who are believers in christ like you really have to instill that in your children so it's just like you know like yeah no uh, my body belongs to the lord and it's crazy because it's like certain practices that you do like and i'm gonna insert the scripture I, I can't quote it specifically but certain like um things that you do will cost you your salvation like you will not inherit the kingdom of god because you out here living a life of pleasure and leisure i don't i I, it's not worth it to me speak on it it is really not worth it and then it's like you have the opportunity to at when you when your child is young to go ahead and groom them and show them the Mm -hmm. way so they don't have to go through the things that we do because i would i would have loved not to go because i went through some things Mm -hmm okay some things that i probably should not have gone to gone through but because of the the impurity and the immorality and the in the things that i was partaking in Mm -hmm. i went through some things that you know kind of like damaged me a little bit trauma 
you know so those are things that i shouldn't have went through and i'm not blaming anybody for it but i feel like i never had a sex talk with my parents mm -hmm. i never had i just the talk was don't do it mm -hmm. you just don't do it if you do it this gonna happen if you do any it, and it's unfictional things that they're saying is gonna happen and i'm like girl you lying because i just heard and also make it it for my parents out here make your kids comfortable about coming to you about these subjects like don't just make like i can say for myself like my mom was just like i can remember this vividly it was a story it was just like we was in the room watching roseanne like i don't know why we was watching roseanne but roseanne was funny yeah anyway the day, yeah. yeah um we was watching roseanne and one roseanne's youngest daughter who's her middle child asked for birth control and my mama looked over at me and she was like you asked me for birth control i'm gonna kill you and i was just like whoa okay like i never was able to be honest with my parents about my sexuality until i got pregnant i got pregnant at 18 um my senior year of high school i uh, unfortunately did have a miscarriage but you know they didn't know i was sexually active until that moment and it's like that education with those things it's like okay you're being sexually active are you being safe like why are you having sex like what like you know you're you're so young and what, what makes you feel comfortable giving your body to this person you know just kind of learning those things it's just so much that goes into it yeah and being like i want i want for my children i want the whole shebang yeah. we're gonna talk about it we're gonna we're gonna do some classes and that's all i'm saying about speaking spirits um they actually have a purity class for the teenagers mm. that is so needed it's like a purity class or whatever i'm not sure if they're giving out rings but i would hope so that they're, they're giving out rings i think that is so you know just just a symbol of what you what you're doing the like, value man. i'm married to the king until he gives me i'm gonna give me a purity ring now you done, that uninspired me you should I'm give me one i'm gonna go to pandora or something i ain't going to like ball out but why not you married to the king until he give you so <laughs> he give you a king how, how about that <laughs> who married to the king until he give you a king Hallelujah! Nice ring. That would be that would be so cute. Okay, when you we gonna vlog that. <laughs> we are going to vlog that when she goes. We gonna vlog that. That is a moment. It should be celebrated. Your your celibacy. Your um. What is it? What is that thing? Abstinence. Abstinence should be celebrated because it's unto God. It should be. It should definitely be celebrated. It's time out for not celebrating the things of Christ. Like the world celebrates everything. Or whatever and why can't y'all about to celebrate halloween y'all about to celebrate like literally demons um so why can't we celebrate sis being pure <laughs> i'm just asking um i really i'm i'm excited about that i'm hyped about that i'm hyped about that Thanks. wish i could be celibate too so i could get a ring no i'm good i'm gonna say I'm get on, jump on in that undefiled bed. Oh my god! Do what I got to do unto the Lord, unto the Lord. Hallelujah. She's a mess. A whole mess. Yeah. In the bed. Like we gotta, we gotta get out of culture standards of like what it means to be, you know. I, I guess like the norm yes that's what i'm saying like this is not like being a virgin and being pure it's un almost unheard unto, of. unto the lord or even just even just waiting like like just not wanting to have sex or whatever like you learn a lot about somebody when you ain't <clears throat> excuse me you learn a lot about someone when you you're not having sexual relations with them Listen. or whatever because that can cloud your judgment real quick real especially quick. if somebody got some
Everyone has some good stuff, you know? Y'all, draw your own conclusions to what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah. You definitely, like, sex definitely clouds your judgment from mm-hmm. time to time. I mean, I have definitely been with some, you know, I was with somebody that was homeless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, too. Homeless. How? Homeless. See? Now, that's what I'm talking about, clouding your judgment. Didn't I just say that? Homeless. Homeless. All right. I digress. But it happened because, you know, certain, certain things clouded my judgment. I feel that. I ain't been that far. <laughs> well, no. Not, to, not like homeless, but just like, just people in general that's not good for you. I'm calling him up him homeless because he well he had no home he was living <laughs> with me so he was homeless he, to me he was homeless I was what <laughs> now what I'm gonna give it to the Lord I'm gonna give it to the Lord I'm gonna give it to the Lord anyway it's important <gasps> it's important to have those conversations uh, with your kids with your teenagers just with, even with yourself like if you are battling sexual immorality like you just Gots to have it, like. Oh, sorry. What? Like, like you just gots to have it, like. Check yourself, like check, like. Uh, I can't remember which pastor said it, but it's like you know, when men, um, a man who cannot practice zipper control is immature. Like, it's a form of discipline, even with women. Keep your legs closed. Like, you know, it's a form of discipline. Like, and Listen, it's... my pastor, I, don't, I really I don't really want to insert this clip of him, too, because he was acting a fool on that pool for this past Sunday. And he was just talking, he was talking to the men in the church. He regularly doesn't stop church and just ask random questions to people. And he was asking who in the church was single. As far as the men, like, who was single? Like, he was like, I'm not talking about, like, you just broke with your girlfriend two months ago, single. I'm talking about being single. You ain't talking to nobody. You ain't messing with nobody. Single, single. And so a couple of men raised their hand. And he was just talking about, like, mm, I don't believe you and stuff like that. But he was also talking about, he was like, and before y'all men date anybody in my church, my daughter's in the church, you can need to run it by me. Because you be messing over my daughter's in the church. And then she can't come to church because she's shamed. Mm. I said, Pastor. And he Get was like, together. He was like, he was like, what? He was like, they ain't never happened to him before. We ain't never did that before. Y'all, uh, it's a uh, lot. It's a, no, it's a lot of people be church hurt now. Okay. And I was like, so now, you know, it ain't work. He was like, now it ain't work out. And she still got to see you at the church. And she don't want to come because she's shamed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, now well. He said, now come see me before you see my daughter. I mean, what's wrong with that? Because I feel like if you're a member of a church and you're a date, you are a part of a congregation and you decide to, you want to date someone of the same congregation, your pastor is going to be the one who marries y'all. He's going to be doing the premarital counseling, the marriage counseling. So why shouldn't he be privy? Who's dating in my church? (laughs) That's exactly how he was looking at me. He was like, like what's he going be on? taking me to the edge. Like he is so he is mm, he is to the edge. He come come visit Fred Wyatt. He's yeah. off the But yeah, I think and then that's a that's important too. Um just having spiritual uh leaders be able to guide you in those areas of temptation too. Just like being able to uh call on somebody to be like, Hey, this is the area of struggle, I need you to pray for me. 
or I need help with these urges that I'm having or these desires that I'm having. Like, my flesh on fire. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. She's going to stop playing with me. Like, it's on fire, Lord. Help me. I want to be tried by fire. Purified, Jesus. <laughs> no, not the fire. Not the fire. <laughs> I done Purified said that too many, too many times. Jesus. I am in the fire. Um, on fire. Jerry Flowers actually said, you know, him and his wife, Tanisha, they were, um, he was like, there are times like they didn't have sex before marriage. They didn't even stay in the same uh, house or when she, they, they lived in two different cities. And when they visited, they somebody stayed in the hotel room or somebody stayed at somebody's parents' house. Like that's how they got down. And I'm like, well, that is, that is something. Okay. But I think when you, you like grow up in those spiritual households, you know, they create a standard for you. So it's easier to uphold. Whereas it's like, you know, you going around and everybody just letting loose. It's just like it's the norm. It truly is the norm, and it's like I don't want that to be my norm. And I, I feel like I feel like they're wherever they were, like whoever taught them, taught them correctly, mm-hmm. and taught them with a point where they because at one at some point, like even if you're taught something, you you're going to grow up and you're going to be able to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says to train up your child in the way that they, sh- they, they should, should go, go, and when they're older, it will not depart from them. Mm-hmm. So if you're not training up your child in the way that they should go properly, when they're older, they're not gonna. It's not gonna stick. It's not. I'm going to think this is a false teaching or something. I'm going to think this is not something that I have to follow or something like that. So I'm just going to go and do whatever. So I'm like, that training up your child is so important. Mm-hmm. So important to, ugh, you know, instill. You, you instill it. Like, you know, that's, to me, that is the most beautiful thing. And I wish that my husband and I would have waited until we got married to, like, fully. You just reminded me of something. I'm, I'm go ahead. Oh. Uh. Pastor Tim Ross, I listened to his podcast called it's called The Basement. He has a, a, a sermon with Transformation Church called Help I'm Horny. Mm-hmm. And I listened to his podcast regarding like, you know, premarital sex and whatnot. And goodness, I just lost my thought. Oh, it'll come back to me, hopefully. But it was he said something in the podcast along the lines of <clears throat> um, it, it was either in the podcast of the sermon where he was just like, you know, the attraction is not the sin it's what you do with that attraction um and as far as like you know what you do with those those moments of like oh I just can't I just can't do it like it's how you react to things and the bible says flee flee from temptation run get out of there like like and I feel like a lot of us just succumb to it like we just be like okay I'm just gonna I don't want to but Yes, I mean I'm. I'm. Some, listen, the flesh is weak. Sometimes. It is very weak. Like, sometimes, sometimes the flesh is weak. I have been. I have been in situations. Yeah. Situations. Sometimes I'm just like, no, get off me, hand out of my face. <laughs> like, but you gotta know when you in the snare, when you in the trap, yeah, or whatever, because he is going to tempt you. That girl will pray your strength and the Lord. And it's like the more I focus on God, the more that desire is just kind of non-existent. And that, ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point to have. Is like when we're doing this, you gotta you gotta remember that you're not doing this for other people. You're not doing this, not even for yourself. You're doing this as unto the Lord, the mm-hmm. King, the Father. Mm-hmm. You're doing this as reverence unto Him. Anything that we do, we are supposed to be doing unto Him. Mm-hmm. But especially these things that we are heavily tempted with. Mm-hmm. I have to remember that this is 
I'm doing this for him. And then also when you when you do things outside of the will of God, you bring curses upon yourself. Mm-hmm. When you when you're masturbating, you bring curses upon upon yourself because it's an immorality, mm-hmm. it's an impurity, it's a perversion mm-hmm. or whatever. When you having sex out, um, outside of a marriage, outside of a covenant, you don't know what you bring upon yourself because you're not covered by anything. Mm-hmm. Because the marriage is covered by the covenant by God. I remember what he said. He was saying that he, you got to look at couples who are like they've been shacking up been together might even have kids they've been together you would say five plus years the moment they get married they don't their marriage doesn't last for a year he's like because there's a there's an eye opening once god gets involved where you actually see that person you'd be like i've been with you for years why don't i feel i should know you by now and it's like no you don't because god ain't revealed them fully reveal them to you because you're not y'all y'all not covered y'all not in a covenant together and see, that's exactly what I'm talking about by being clouded by sex prematurely. You don't know what's going on. And not only, not only that, but that makes so much sense. Like that makes that that whole statement just makes so much sense. I'ma find it and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to insert it in there. If it's not too long, I'm gonna try to get that in there. But yeah. But it's just important, you guys. We gotta live we gotta live better. I, I listen, I'm right there with y'all if y'all struggling too. We gotta live better. <laughs> don't don't judge me. We gotta live better, and I've I've cho- made my choice. So we who's with me? You know what I'm saying <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lift you on up because I mean it's it's real out here, and I I I um respect you so much for you know just saying the truth, like this is your truth, and just putting it out on the table mm-hmm. because I know it's a struggle. Like I don't, I really don't know. I know it would be a struggle for me. If I wasn't married, mm-hmm. you know, so, and it's just like one of those, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah, that's all I pretty much got to say about it. Yeah. Like, but guys, let us know if you, what you're struggling with, what, if you're struggling with this, it don't have to be about purity or anything like that, but we all struggle with something mm-hmm. that we need to do, be honest about. That's nothing the church need to do. The church need to be honest about these struggles and be real about it so you can get the help that you need. Confession says unto one another so that you may be healed. Okay. And free. Mm-hmm. Freedom and truth. <laughs> I'm always, I'm listen, I'm always telling the truth. I can't hold it. Nope, not holding it. But the bust a blood vessel. Nope, I'm not holding it. So, but um, yes, guys, let us know what you're struggling with. Let us know how we can be helpful and pray and just be there for one another. Like we're in this fight together, laboring amongst each other. We have to be able to pray for one another and be there for each other and not judge one person for another person's sin because you might be struggling with purity, but I'm over here gossiping or I'm over here, you know, doing what, doing a lying and cheating or whatever, you know, a sin, no sin is greater than the other. So there's no, there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ, but we do have to be open and honest and allow God to heal us and work through us and you know it's other people out here that are struggling so let us know be open and honest about what your struggle is exactly so guys don't forget to like comment and subscribe and turn on those post notifications also remember to follow us on facebook and instagram at facts not fiction underscore podcast follow us on twitter at fnf underscore in jesus name and if you are interested in just kind of leaving some feedback Feel free to comment on either of those platforms, or you can email us if you're interested in joining Sisters in Christ, um, coming in for either if you like a book club list and or Bible study session information, email us at factsnotfictionpodcast at gmail.com. 
All right, guys, it's been real, but as you can see, we about to hit the gym. So, <laughs> all right, guys, it's been, it's, um, I don't know. We got to go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, me again. Just wanted to just come on here and say, if you've taken an account of yourself, you've put up that mirror and you've seen yourself in a reflection that you don't like and you want to move forward and you don't know where, the biggest place to do that is getting in the word of God. So if you don't know where to start, you want to get into a community then we have it for you. We have a group called Sisters in Christ where we get together and we just journey through the Bible. Right now, we're just going through the books of the Bible and learning of the Word of God. If you want to join that, please reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. DM us, message us, send us an email at our website, and we'll get you in. All right, guys, have a good day.